Hey guys, welcome to the next round. We have a bonus episode uh, following our recording with Slummy Log uh, last week. Uh, we continue our conversations after the fact, so we're going to crack open a beverage and enjoy the show. Does streaming ever affect you mentally, negatively, Hitty? Yeah, I, I, so for me, I'm quite an introvert, so like in terms of getting the energy to stream is really tough. And then on top of that, it's hard when there's not a lot of uh, activity. And so I'm probably the, the smallest streamer out of the four of us. So sometimes they're really, really tough. And then I have that issue too. So I have all these pockets of communities that I'm in that don't mesh well together. So in terms of what I'm streaming, yeah, it was a hard way to, to bring those communities together. So, um, that's something I've been struggling with the last, I don't know, four months or so. But oh. um, it's just, it, it's kind of like, I, I equate it to like the airplane thing, the safety card or the safety procedures. Mm-hmm. You know, when they do the thing with the, the oxygen mask that comes down and they say like, you got to put your, yours on first before helping others. So uh, that's one of my mantras that I keep that, you know, I, I'm aware of what I need to do to be able to do these things. Um, and I just project manage my stream. So do you think it, it would be more beneficial to cater to your viewer base or try and form those connections, if that makes sense? Like, you, yeah. You, you... So for me, where I'm at the stage with my stream, it's, it's more about making connections with people. So, um, I don't have any issues making real life connections on the internet with people. So that's always been an outlet for me. Um, Cause yeah, I don't, it's, you know, like if you think about meeting people, the only people I meet are people at work and then people that I play games with. Like I don't really go out to bars and I don't do, you know, those type of things. My circle of friends are, it's large, but the inner circle is really small and, and that's, that's okay. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. That's just how I meet people. I, don't know. I mean, I could put more effort into, like, I, I still work on my stream and then, you know, you try to build that right. fan base or whatever, but it's not a big priority for me. So this is a question for all of you guys then. So let's, I'm going to put you in a scenario. If you are streaming and let's say you have 20 viewers, I'm going to put the number at 20, right? And a inner circle friend comes into your stream and asks you, hey, do you want to play this game right now? Would you switch it on stream and potentially lose those 20 people? Or would you say uh, maybe another time? I'll go first. Yes, in a heartbeat. And I've done it on stream. Like switch up yeah. the game. Yeah. I have a different scenario too, because I stream, I stream so late. It's usually 20 lurkers. So if mm-hmm. anyone did ask me to play, it'd be no problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for enough. me, it would. I don't know. It, it's more so not so much for the, the stream, but... For me, it's it. If I'm in a rhythm or if I'm into a game, I, I hold on to that whatever I'm into in that moment. That if if that were to change, I don't want it to, you know, to change that pattern. I it it definitely is. It it definitely sounds selfish, and it most likely is. But for me, it's like I struggle with streaming any game because streaming takes away from my experience of that game and once i finally have a hold of an experience on a game that i'm playing i want to stick to that game for as long as possible you know i i I feel like a a break in that rhythm kind of not not so much breaks the stream but breaks my attentiveness to a game if that makes sense that's that that's me. Uh, yeah. And I think if somebody from like, yeah, you, you, I think you said like the inner circle, right. Comes to my stream and is like, Hey, do you want to play this game? I'm also not afraid to be like, Oh no, I don't want to play that game. Or like, no, like, it's easier to say no to an inner circle person. And I would also expect them to like, they know that I don't enjoy those games. So like, of course I'm going to say no. Overwatch. Yeah. Overwatch, Planet <laughs> 2, Minecraft. Like they ask me all the time or dead by daylight. That was a big one for, Whoa for a while and oh yeah it's like no i don't want to play this game it's not my type of game and like you had that same thing the other day on your stream sell me with like somebody asking you to play hunted or hunt showdown yeah it's just not my style of game exactly so like and i get what you're saying you just expect them 
Right. Yeah. You're just expecting them to, to know who you are. You're personal friends with them. You're real friends with them. Yeah. But I, I think in your situation, it is okay to say no because you're protecting your brand, right? Ultimately, because that's true. You built that brand. You have to protect that at the end of the day. For us, it's not a big deal because we don't have that. That's that's uh, what I was. To, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry so to see you it from your perspective too. It's like, yeah, yeah sure, that... I'll play with you, but I'll play it off stream because right. this is important. That's where I was gonna. That's what I was gonna butt in with. I, I um, I play Planet Zoo and again these creative games strictly. And when an inner circle person comes in, of course I want to play with them. But I just, you know, I feel obligated to produce a certain type of content for the people in stream because honestly, there's a lot of people like I said before that come for the game. They don't come just for me. There's a lot of people that get anxious when I play shooting games. Like when I did my 24 hour stream last year, my successful 24 hour stream. Oh, yeah, when was that? Like last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. 24 yeah, the hour. last year one. Yeah, no, it was a genuine 24 hour. The, uh, there was a, a time where I switched to Escape from Tarkov, which Logan, you know, and Hitty, you guys played with me uh, to keep me awake during the early hours, but I lost a huge amount of viewership and I. I uh, spoke to a lot of them that left and they said that it was because they get anxious when they watch me play shooting games and i'm like now i feel like now it's a morality issue like i feel like a jerk for playing shooting games on stream because i'm making people anxious at that point you know is that where you learned like all right like i need to narrow the Focus game on like a, yeah yeah what niche community like what i want to stream to uh not really i i always think it's hard to explain but i i think of it as like when you start out, uh, this is a good analogy. When you start out streaming, it's like selecting a character, right? You're building a character, let's say. And it's like, what direction do you want to take this melee ranged or magic? You know, and, and the way I equate to that with streaming is you can go with chill. You can go with shooting games, which requires skill, or you can do like a, a different niche. Um, I don't know, game shows, like you were saying earlier. And then uh, there would be certain tiers to it. So for me, if I was suggesting somebody to start in, in my niche over here, I would tell them to start with Planet Zoo because it's such a small community. Sometimes you're the top streamer, even though you've never streamed before. And then the next game up would be like The Sims, where it'd be like a middle tier game. And then your top tier game could be something like Minecraft, where it's hundreds of thousands of viewers, but it's the same calm, you know, theme. I don't know where I was going with that, though. Yeah, so you're talking about like the path of, you know, sticking to one game long enough to build that base and then having the opportunity to switch games. Right. Um, While I retaining that, is, that viewer base. Yeah. So I think that's probably a good plan in terms of like what, you know, if you think about what, what's your end game, what's the type of game that you want to play and then build it off that. Right. See, what I am with that is you can take away streaming entirely. All that matters is what game do you, in do you enjoy in that moment? And uh, regardless if you're streaming or not, it shouldn't matter what you want to play and whether or not you should stream it. You you should be able to play whatever game you want. And that was probably one of the biggest things why I stopped streaming is I felt like I was so confined to Planet Zoo, Planet Coaster, these games that people expected me to stream. And it got to a point where I was just like, what's the point of streaming if I can't even enjoy the games that I want to play? And then it got to a point where it's not even about streaming. It's about people hitting me up saying, you should play this. You should play that. You should play games that I want. And they people don't consider like, I don't maybe I don't want to play that game or maybe I want to play a different game. As a streamer, especially when you are locked into this niche game category, that's what your audience expects out of you and for a small streamer you want to entertain that audience because you're obviously grateful for people who are there for you and who support you on that game that they support you for playing but it's a it's a trap it's it's a it's a trap to be locked into that game and it's hard to find a balance. You know what you're saying? Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think personally, that's why I will never make it as a streamer. One, because I can't play that same game. Like there are certain streamers that play only one game on stream. 
I'll never be able to do that. To it's hard for me to stay within a community or a niche area because I enjoy so many types of games, right? And I'm going to play what I want to play. Like I'm not there to like try to entertain people. I'm just turning the camera on because it's it allows me to possibly meet more people. And then like, yeah, what you're saying, like you're t- it's taking away from enjoying the game. For me, it's it would be taking away from playing games with like playing or like hanging out with other people. Right. Like I'll hop online and I'll, if whoever's on, like if I see somebody online playing, I'll message or see if people are on and see if they want to play something. If not, Hey, that's, that's fine with me. Like if they want to play a game, play a game, but like, I don't want stream to ruin that time of like possibly hanging out. Your yeah. Your personal enjoyment of the game. And that's not to say that there's nothing wrong with asking people like, hey, do you want to play this game? There's nothing wrong with that. Games are always better to enjoy with other people, with friends. But sometimes, uh, especially when you stream, when you have people demanding you to play certain games that they want and not necessarily what you want, it's a hard thing to balance. Yeah, and I think that's where the difference between if you're trying to make this a job it's a lot harder to like, just be like, Nope. Uh, like, sorry, I, I don't want to play that game or like, yeah, even yes. Like, yeah, sure. I'll go play that game. Cause you're like, you're thinking about the other viewers. Yeah. And that's the difference between big streamers, and small streamers, that small streamers, you, you focus on catering to the audience that it's very rare to find like the new follower, the new viewer, you want to keep that person who follows you to stay and enjoy your stream so you want to entertain them and that's that's a trap i'm gonna just jump in here though but there's a there's a large streamer that i watch that streams uh escape from tarkov and by large i mean maybe a thousand plus viewers and they do a fantastic job of integrating uh their chat with with the stream in terms of like uh, for example like he he plays with his chat very often and he does a really good job of bouncing back and forth between the game and the chat while playing the game. And so the point that I'm trying to make here is I think it's very possible to cater to an audience as a large streamer. It's just it's just finding out how to, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that I, I feel like that's that's if you were to somehow master that, that's like a very small percentage of people to successfully figure that out. Mm-hmm. Because it is difficult, especially when you gain a, a substantial okay. audience. It's... Granted, I've I've watched tens, you know, twenties, uh, worth you know, worth of uh, large streamers before actually finding this one streamer that actually felt like I was at home. Like I felt like I was in one of your guys' streams, but this guy had like a thousand viewers. So it, you know, it is very, very specific and, and rare. Yeah, especially for a game like Tarkov. That's yeah, hard to balance. That's, that's true. Like, to play that game and also interact with Chad is that's crazy. That just tells you the, the the amount of skill that guy has. Yeah. No, that's really good. I don't know. It's tough. It, it's tough, man. Like even like as a streamer who plays casual games, uh, useless me or like how we all have. We play Planet Zoo. It's very casual. We play at our own pace, and even during those games, it's pretty challenging to communicate with chat and as to also play the game that they want you to play it, it it's tough it's tough to balance so i can't imagine oh like especially with broken when he plays fps games that dude is non-existent okay i've been i i'm i'm in broken chat a lot but whenever he's in uh playing an fps game i know i don't don't even like try to type in a chat sometimes because like 30 minutes later he'll respond to you is that why he didn't say anything last night what i saw your oh. name on the list okay I dude I'm on, I, I was just showing some friendly lurking dude <laughs> <laughs> i'm just fucking with you <laughs> but i'm not trying to like uh, shit on you about it it's understandable because fps requires yeah i'm an old man attention I I, yeah. yeah i'm an old man i can't pay attention to both it's understandable i'm just like i was just saying it's hard to get that game 
for a balance. Even for a game like Planet Zoo, which is super casual, it's hard to, um, even for that, it's hard to talk to chat sometimes, at least for me. Yeah, because, and I think in my mind, I'm, if I'm not paying attention in the game, the rest of my team and their heads are like, God, this fucking idiot. Like, why is he yeah. like, streaming and playing this at the same time? Like, that's it in my head, which none of you guys probably actually think that, but. Dude, that, that was a, remember, um, uh, one of my streams, we played Valorant, I think, or something. Yeah. I was on my chat and it got to a point where you guys are like, let's play a game without Nano because he is not he's not in it he's obviously in his like stream mode there's no way you know it, it and it, it's those moments where i like feel bad sometimes because yeah and that's why i don't really stream with people because i'm i'm always at some place whether it's my chat or the people i'm playing with there's no this it's hard to find a balance dude mm, it, yeah. it yeah i think with smaller streamers it's a little easier to play with people because it it helps you break that that constant silence if like if you're just playing a game and enjoying it like maybe you're not talking at all about the game or like you're just you're just going like in your head you're just going through the game uh but if you have people there to like at least talk with it creates a conversation that people might be able to chime in with but at the same time playing devil's advocate maybe people are afraid to try to jump into the conversation i don't know I don't want okay. to get too deep on it. But does that add to another factor that prevents you from enjoying the game how you want to? Because at first you're balancing chat and the game. Now you're balancing the chat, the game, and people you are talking with. Yeah, I would say it would affect it. Because that's a whole that's a whole nother battle to, to deal with. Because you can't control people who are talking to you. You can't control people who are in chat. And you can't c control your circumstances in the game. It. I feel like that is just adding more to your plate as a streamer. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's tough. I feel like I'm really looking at streaming negatively. Like this whole <laughs> entire podcast has been fuck Twitch, fuck streaming, fuck streamers it's it's just been like that from my end the whole entire time i'm i'm learning a lot this is almost therapeutic like i feel like i i feel like i'm realizing like uh streaming kind of sucks <laughs> like this is why he hates us because we're streamers uh, it's, it's... Oh, okay dude I, I'm, <laughs> no, okay no. here we go i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding uh, streaming like like you just said streaming really sucks like that's like that's a that's a heavy thing to say like you know people come into streaming wanting to uh have fun with it like they're doing yeah. things that they love and, and and playing video games with the hope of monetizing it one day for the majority you know some people do in real life streams and stuff like that it, stuff like it's like a league of legends chat like you're gonna go into the game like all right good luck have fun <laughs> and then everybody shits on you right yeah because like you're like hey i'm gonna enjoy this but like for streaming it's like all right i'm gonna play this game people are gonna come in they're gonna chat and like we're gonna have a good time but then like the options are okay maybe once in a blue moon that good person comes in talks to you two all right somebody comes in makes fun of how you look or telling you you suck at the game or three mm -hmm. nobody comes into the chat and then you're like mentally like what the hell am i doing like am i really ugly like what do i suck at the game like then you start questioning everything about yourself so it's like unless you have that like mm -hmm. that mental strength slash stability like to be like yep i don't care like they can come in, make fun of me. Like if nobody shows up, it's not going to bother me. That's no, why yeah. streaming sucks. I <laughs> like, I, I, Nano, like you beat, you're, you're beating yourself up for being so negative, but I really think that the, these are valid thoughts. They are. To they have are. about. It, yeah, no, it's true. Like people always say that streaming is a dream job because you're getting paid for playing video games. You're getting paid to kind of work on your own, to work, on your own schedule and do whatever the hell you want and people watch you but it's it's still taxing you know think about these bigger streamers like um i'm gonna use uh, i'm actually gonna mention by name because i'm pretty sure a big streamer uh yeah, nick okay. Merckx. yeah you know nick Merckx. 
Yeah. He was playing Call of Duty for the longest time and it got so boring and stale for him. He switched to Apex Legends, but that was a huge, huge thing for him in terms of a viewer base and all this. You know, you, you think about our problems scaled up by a thousand. Think about how much money he lost switching between games. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can even like even like Ludwig or Tim the Tatman where like they switch platforms. Right? Like that right. had to have been a big hit on their like income. Oh yeah. And their viewership. So it's like there's so many other variables for a bigger streamer. But then also, yeah, like you say, variables. They also have sponsorships and, and all this stuff and and like the reason why they're switching platforms is not just because like Nano says, Twitch is a terrible platform. <laughs> like they're switching because they're getting sponsored and paid. You know, like remember when Mixer paid um, Ninja to switch over? They they paid him a oh, yeah. huge contract. And now Mixer doesn't even exist anymore. I mean, put it this way: if McDonald's were to come to you and say that we're willing to give you millions of dollars if you eat nothing but Big Macs for the rest of your life, would you do it? Would you yeah. take that? Easy money. Exactly. You would say you would say money. that now. That is so easy to get paid to eat one thing, but I bet you after yeah. a few months, maybe a year, you'd be like, I wish I had something else to eat. I'm not gonna like that's it. the same thing with Twitch. I'm not gonna For me at least. Because I need so many other like stipulations on that question to give an answer so i'm not gonna i'm like that's that. all you need would uh, you no. really eat big macs for the rest of your life is that like can i cook myself food can i like no uh, it's so the only the only mcdonald's are shoveling <laughs> fucking big macs in your throat dude so that's the only thing i can eat that's the only thing big macs can i vary the like if, can i take the big mac and alter it <laughs> <laughs> all right maybe maybe you could like uh I don't know. Like if I flatten out, if I like flatten out the buns to make them like tortillas and like make it like a Big Mac taco. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like do I have like, or do I only have to eat it as a Big Mac burger form? Okay, for the sake of the analogy, you could. I wouldn't be able to the same way you would do with Twitch. Like Like, vary it a little bit. You can you can vary it up a little bit. You can, but it has to be that Big Mac. Okay. Every single time. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. I could like if you said like if I only had to eat McDonald's, I could do that. But yeah. since it's an it's a only single the item, there's no way I could do that. I would get so bored. But you can but you can vary the single item. You can vary the I can vary item, yeah. the single item, but there but I can't like add new ingredients to it because then I'm cooking. Right. So like I could only use what's like what is presented to me in the Big Mac. Okay. For the sake of the argument, we'll say the mcdonald's menu because on twitch you can jump yes. between different games yes so I could that, do the that's McDonald's a fair menu. thing for an entire year nothing but mcdonald's for an entire year easy or, or like for easy. uh what's uh, what's the retirement age 65 60 65 60 65 all right so can you eat mcdonald's from now until 65 every single day how nothing much else. am i getting uh apparently millions that's like millions a million we'll a year say We'll say multi million, like ten million. Over that, over. Wow. Wait, so ten million for me? I'm trying to make it like a, a diff, as difficult as possible for 10 you. Ten million over thirty five years, or like ten million a year, or like what do you? Yeah, ten mean, million. Like, what's the contract look like? Ten million over thirty five. Could you eat nothing but McDonald's for thirty five years, and and be content? for 10 million okay how, and last question for you how is that paid out do i get 10 million over time or all at once i turn 65 and i've done it is, then i get 10 million ridiculous. you get you get paid once a month uh and it's inconsistent it depends on your viewership it depends on your donations and your <laughs> subscriptions but it equates to 10 million at the end of this Yes. You your baseline every month to pay the bills. So like, I don't know, two thousand, thousand. Yes, I yeah. could do it. I could do it. You can eat nothing but McDonald's. Oh, easy. Yeah. If I have the entire McDonald's menu, yes, I could. I think there's too much variety. Hey, you know what? I, I, I actually thinking about it. Yeah. No, I, I could do that too. 
But now when Maybe. it comes to streaming, can you do that? It's funny. Can that you stream for the I'm, rest of I your mean, life? like I, I use that perspective to like put it into like, no, there's like, no way I'd do that. But now thinking about it. Don't don't use don't use Maybe McDonald's I'll stream more. to justify streaming more. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you asked this though, because me and my wife have a bet if whatever the first fast food we eat this year, like a fast food, and, and I say that in terms of like if you go through the drive through and like you can you just get the food. It's not like a Chipotle where like where you go in and sit down and like that's not fast food in my mind. That's like middle food. Whatever the first restaurant fast food you eat is, that's the only one you can eat this year. And neither of us have cracked yet. Real real quick, uh, this is very very off topic, but uh, what's the best out of the big three: Burger King, Wendy's, or McDonald's? McDonald's. Those are the options, really. Those are the big three. The big yeah. the big three chains. Because listen, Whataburger, Five Guys, and stuff like that—that's middle tier. That's what yeah, Logan said. Middle, middle tier, yeah, yeah, middle tier. High, high tier is the most expensive you can get, which is probably like Chipotle, Shake Shack. Wendy's Mar- is Mar-a's. big three. I would say Wendy's big three. I love Wendy's. What else would you? Yeah, I was gonna say three? like Jack in the Box. See, but that's only like to that's West Coast. National. Yeah, that's not national. Oh, is that a West Coast? Because yeah, yeah, regional. like I would say Culver's, yeah. but Culver's is only Midwest. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's a regional thing. Like yeah, I would exactly. put Taco Bell and KFC in there because that's a national thing. Oh, oh, okay. That mixes things up a little bit then. <laughs> no, really, yeah, mixing Taco things up. Taco Bell, Bell, man. Taco Bell, but that's a ah, different that's type a of food stuff. than those other three. So I would not consider that. Oh god, dude, that's, that's hard. a subcategory. I'll say right, McDonald's. Taco Bell, KFC. Yeah, you say McDonald's? Not a big three. Whole menu or just the burgers? Uh, oh, if it's whole, just whole burgers, menu. it's would... not McDonald's. Yeah, I would say whole menu. Then, then I'd pick McDonald's yeah, if it's McDonald's. whole menu. What what if it was just the burgers? Who makes the best burger? Wendy's burgers are better. I would I would probably agree with that. I don't really eat Wendy's. Burger King's a close. The Whopper's pretty solid, but Yeah, Whopper is always I feel like the quality of Burger it. King's meat is better than McDonald's, but I think Wendy's has them both beat in burger. No, I agree. But what about the quarter pounder? Listen, the quarter pounder is fresh, never frozen. Except and it's for I pretty never good. Really oh, they it. say. I oh, never no? get it though. Oh, I, I think good. it's so much better than, than those frozen pre-made patties that they have for the Big Macs and stuff. Yeah. The quality, you can definitely notice the quality of the, the quarter pounders meat. I would agree. It's a tough one. The it's chicken nuggets like, are just so good at McDonald's though. It's not so much which is better. It's which one's less shitty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's like what's the less shittiest burger? McDonald's fries. Is, so like, yeah, I yeah, would McDonald's say. so. Solid. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. In my in my ranking, McDonald's, I would say they probably have the best nuggets, fries, um, like shake cafe, like their cafe items, like the shakes and stuff. Oh yeah, are probably cafes, better. Dude. Like Frosties are like Frosty. That's all Wendy's has is a vanilla and a chocolate Frosty. They're they're yeah. okay, but they're nothing special. Um, and then Burger King has like no cafe items. They have shakes, yeah. but they're like meh. Um, the McChicken is a solid option, but yeah, I think for, for the price, I think the McChicken is incredible. Was it like a dollar twenty nine? Oh, it used to be cheaper, but yeah, yeah, got them old. Yeah, I would say McDonald's. Yep, agreed. Because like, if you were drunk at two a.m., what what would you want? Taco Bell. Yes. Okay. That was a dumb question. That's another dumb question. Have you guys tried uh, the new Cantina chicken taco? No. With avocado sauce, it's it's pretty good. I'm a little upset. Avocado with taco sauce. Bell. Really? Why? Because they took away the chicken sandwich. The chipotle shredded chicken burrito. That's, it had like that, baja sauce. So I know. I don't eat there very often. I, that because that was I would get that every time. Jenny was the same way about the Fiesta potatoes, but then they brought those back. They brought back Fiesta potatoes. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. Are they even any good? I don't know. I don't. I never got them. <laughs> I got never, the shredded like, chicken burrito, McDonald's? the beefy five layer burrito, and then like maybe a chalupa or something. <laughs> if my shit was a chalupa, dude, I'd get that all the time with a Baja Blast. Yeah. There's probably less than five Taco Bells across the nation of Canada. Oh. Really? Oh, when you Not come here, you will get Taco Bell. Yeah. I don't care what Jenny says. Well, so the I, I, do you guys think that the best specialty soda is the Baja Blast? Baja Blast all the way, dude. Yes, 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 yes. At least for me, Baja Blast wins. My second I'll... place. I will agree with you. Baja Blast is the best. Like, okay. 
rest, like fast food restaurant soda. Second place is the McDonald's Powerade, blue Powerade. I don't know the McDonald's Sprite. What's the difference? Really hard. I, so I mix the Wait. the blue Powerade with the Sprite. That's my go-to. That's a bottom glass. It's it, no, it's not. It's it's different. Oh, no. So you yeah. have a sparkling blue mountain. It cures is that what hangovers. They call it? Have you ever had Have you ever had blue Powerade at, like McDonald's blue Powerade after a hangover? I've had blue Powerade from multiple places. Have you had it from McDonald's after a hangover? That's what I'm asking. Uh, oh, no, really? No. I, I can't say. Actually, I can't it's, say. It's real freaking good. That would, was our go-to you, in college. You guys get a face tattoo for like how much would it take to get a face tattoo? It doesn't have to. It, it can be any size, anything. So it could be like a small teardrop or a big okay, skeleton. Okay, I'm a murderer now. Like yeah. <laughs> How much would it cost? Uh, I, mean, yeah. I would I would need retirement money. Wow. Because I know well, I'm not going to a job after that. Yeah, so I would need retirement level money. Well, if I'm willing to pay $10 million to eat nothing but McDonald's for 35 years, I, I think I can sacrifice a face tattoo for the rest of my life. You would just include it in the McDonald's deal? <laughs> yeah. yeah if it's in the package, then would I'll you take get, it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, would you get the McDonald's arches on your face? or or okay second option is i'm loving it i'll take that i'll take it on my face right like up right on my cheek yeah 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 yeah. i'll take that yeah okay or no i would take the arches under my eye like on my cheek the arches yeah i'd take that you think that look good Uh, how much would it cost hitty no thanks just no thanks okay fair enough there's no amount of money. No, that that's actually that's fair. Honestly, that's if I got fair. five thousand subs, I get a face tattoo. Bull really? Five thousand subs? Twenty five grand. grand. How much is five thousand? That's twenty five. Is it? Well, five five hundred. Yeah, I'm just. Well, it's what six dollars per sub these days. Half of that is three. Forty to nine times twenty five hundred. Maybe fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. Fifteen hundred dollars. Wait, how much are gift? How much are subs? I thought, just well, for the simplicity, just say five dollars, two fifty right. for profit. Five, yeah. five bucks. Five bucks times twenty five hundred or twenty five thousand. Twenty five hundred. I thought you said five thousand yeah. subs. Or, or five thousand. He said five thousand subs. He would get a face tattoo. No fucking way. I'd get like twenty five thousand. I get like a fake mustache tattooed on or something. An eyebrow. We can't be friends anymore. That's, oh come that, on, man! That's a hard take, man. That's a hard take. That's not enough. Listen, money. man, I'm taking that's the hardest of takes. You would immediately be fired from your bus driver job, like. I probably would actually. I want to do a sub done, and I want uh, one of the sub goals to be dyeing my hair because I really wouldn't care. But I don't know if I'd lose my job for brightly colored hair or not. not I, had, well. I have a bet with kids that I coach to dye my hair if they make it to state. You told me they they can dye it whatever they want, right? A single color. They can't do multiple yeah, yeah. colors. It has to be right. one single color. Now, when they tell you to dye green, are you just going to dye like over your blonde hair, or are you going to bleach your hair first so it comes I'll, out? I'll bleach it. Okay. What were you hey. saying, Hitty? Sorry. Well, it just work, depends on your work policy. Because Is it like a city job? I am my job? Yeah. I'm part of a union, uh, and it's a school district, so I, so I have to look at you know, the yeah. code of conduct and dress code. About city. <laughs> I'll do a look. I'll do one cut. Like I'll do a red on one part. And... Bro, I think I think you would absolutely kill it with frosted tips, dude. Frosted I think you should tips. rock frosties, dude. Yeah, okay. I'm telling you, frost. Yeah, frosties is the frosted tips. Like next, you're gonna tell me I'm gonna need a t-shirt with the flames on the sleeve. Yeah, a little like like a uh, no, just like a white beater. Okay. Frosted tips, white beater, and some uh, uh, brimmed hat, but. Still yeah, keep yeah. my hair poking out a little bit. Exactly, and some uh, what are those uh, those jeans that are like super big? All oh, the called? flared out jeans. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen the skater guy on TikTok wearing those. He skates around and he has these huge, huge jeans. Is it on a scooter? Uh he he does skate like uh, roller skate. Oh, oh, it's called uh, Jinko. G. Oh yeah, or, yeah, J N C O. If that's you can, the, that's the dude, brand. Rock that, dude. You'll kill it. Dude, you'll kill it in the skate park, dude. All the fifth graders would... be like, that guy's sick. <laughs> I don't think anyone would want to be seen with me. Oh, yeah. They're like, I don't want him to drive my bus. 
There's no Is way. there any instance uh, if I ever came to visit either one of you guys that I'd show like what would be like the oh shit I I don't know this guy like what would be that like if I showed up with a face tattoo like would you oh guys God, be like dude. I I don't know you. If you, <laughs> waved, if, you if you waved at me like you did in that clip, I wouldn't let you in. <laughs> at the so end of your driveway, just... yeah. I I don't know that guy, Jenny. Let's call the police. <laughs> Like, what if I showed up with a mullet? Would that be offensive? Oh, no, that'd be yeah. awesome. We're, we're planning to do that. Yeah, we're all oh, going to rock yeah. mullets. We're planning. Uh, that's how we're, we're all going to meet for the first time. We're all going to have mullets and oh, take sure, a picture. I, I, I actually thought about this with Broken. Like, if I met him in real life and he had his baby on a chest backpack thing, you know, those, like, <laughs> baby things. Yeah. I don't know how I'd be like, oh, shit, Broken, what's up, dude? Like, yes. we finally get to meet and there's a... <laughs> There's a friend, baby man. in the way between us. Like, I do we like, hug or I don't know. I feel like if I didn't have the baby, you would try to fight me somehow. Like, jokingly, like, punch me in the arm and then, like, a little harder and then, like, make him move oh, a vessel yeah. or something. Like, you I'd, something I'd, like, like hug your leg and just yeah, hold and, like, on. Try to, it. like, pull me to the ground. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh, what's up, broken? <laughs> oh, what's up, yeah, just, dude? Yeah. Let's have a battle. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I always thought about that. You guys think that the uh, the Asian like like me, Hitty, and, and Nano? Do you think our mullet will look good? Because we have really straight hair now. <laughs> like it looks. Yeah, I think we'll look sick, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's not gonna look good. My shit's so straight. I say just get like the the perm look. See, your shit's pretty long too. I don't have that long. Get like a just just curl it up. <laughs> yeah, a perm would do good. Just get some perm, perm on the oh, hair, the and then just like long. Was... We're gonna look like that wrestler, Eddie, whatever. Eddie, Eddie Van Guerrero. Guerrero. Oh yeah, you got a pretty good mullet. Sorry for taking things so so off the rails. Before we leave, I want to ask one last question. You said that last time. Out of all of here. your experience, what? You said that last time. I got one more question. Hmm. Now we're here. Uh, no, I hour, love it. I love an hour questions. later. I want to ask what your worst dating experience has ever been either a singular date or like a collection of dates a girl a boy i don't know what you boys are into here's a short answer question before anybody else answers that question have you ever been on multiple dates in the same day wow no no i haven't that's that's brazen man actual dates yeah no i have once how'd that work out for you i'm not married to either of them (laughs) Thank goodness. I went to (laughs) an outlet mall with the first gal. Um, We walked around and then me being the smart person that I am, we went to this restaurant that was close to them. And I thought it was connected. It's called Jensen's. I thought it was connected to my favorite breakfast place in the town over. I thought they were like, oh, they're the same restaurant. Walk in. It's like, $50 $50 a plate fancy oh restaurant. God. I'm like, God damn it. We each had like the, the $10 soup. Like it was like, I was like, well, this went very well. And then, uh, yeah. Then later that night I went to a movie and dinner with a different lady. You had two dinners. No, sorry. The first one was like a lunch. Okay. It, it was like, a yeah. Like I was expecting like the breakfast cafe, like lunch mm. diner place, but very different restaurants. But yeah, then I went to a movie and dinner. I was about and to say, man, you had two dinners. <laughs> I could have done it, but no. Seems like the latter got the better treatment out of the two. It was, yeah. It was, she was a movie and a better. She deserved yeah, it better. She got a movie Well, the first girl it. we went shopping, like, that wasn't that bad. Did you buy her anything or did you just walk no, with her? Like, she, so she was the one that suggested that we went there because she had to like return stuff. So it's like, okay, I'm like, yeah, I can meet you up there. Like, there's a Nike yeah. outlet that we can walk around in and like look at stuff. And, uh, you were just yeah, a tag just, along. Yeah. She was more into me than I was into her. And after that, I like solidified it. I was like, yeah, okay, this isn't going to go anywhere. The second one I was more attracted to, but we did not really have any connections outside of that. That's why she got the movie and the dinner. Yep. I feel like Nano would have had some crazy stories. That's why I threw it out there. I know. I'm pretty dry. He's been dating the same girl for like 10 years. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I'm pretty committed. But I think the worst experience was uh, 
No, I don't want to talk about it, actually. Are we recording? <laughs> yeah, we're recording. No, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I had, um, actually, it was before I ever had my first girlfriend. So I, I started dating when I was 16. So I think it was like, when I was like 16, but before my first girlfriend. This girl led me on so fucking hard. And then I like, I got the courage to tell her that I liked her. And like, I was sitting on a bench at an outlet mall and I was about to tell her, like, hey, I kind of like you. And I was like getting into it. And she's like, yeah, nah. I don't like you. I'm just going to go and just left me on the bench. I was like, what? This fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, it was it's not fun. Yeah. Still, still remember her name. Yeah, I think I can remember everybody like that. I like officially dated's name. Mm-hmm. I don't think I had any like super traumatizing stories. But one, one that I can remember, it was it was a new it was on like New Year's Eve. Right and me and this girl we were at my house i mean there was like a bunch of people because we were all going to my cousins to like watch the ball drop in hang out there and because i was in like seventh or eighth grade and do you remember like those little like jelly or like you know those like balls that you can squeeze and there's like a net Uh, around them and they like squeeze through those i was like yeah i had one of those just like sitting there next to her and it exploded onto her (laughs) And I, it popped. Yeah, it popped. I felt so bad because she had to like go home and change. I was like, God damn it. Cause I liked this girl and she was very attractive at the time, but I fucked <laughs> it. I'm pretty sure that was the end of that. So, Oh dude, that's such, I don't know why she's but I married like and has kids now. So that is such a good moment. I, I don't know. That fits you. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I feel yeah, like that just fits you. Seven, seventh grade. Uh, Logan. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah, I can just picture like Logan like innocently like playing, and then did that just, just happen? Boom. And he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like I oh. felt so shitty. I yeah, but I mean, there was another time I this was eighth, ninth grade, went to my cousin's again with a girlfriend because our my girlfriend and his girlfriend were like best friends, so we hung out a lot. Went to his house to ride four wheelers. I tipped the four wheeler, and she fell off. Like as we were riding, nothing. I mean, nothing very bad happened, but like, I didn't fall off, so I like looked like a terrible person. Like I looked like I just like whipped <laughs> it around the corner, and she went flying. Did you keep on driving away? <laughs> well, like so, like it went up on the two wheels, and I was going, and then like she fell off, and then I was like, oh fuck, and like I kept going, and like I eventually like got it to go down, but oh. again, felt bad. Did it get them riding and flipped her off? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have held on tighter. <laughs> yeah, I fucked that one up too. Hey, Hitty, real quick, buddy. What, uh, you said that you would do productions if you had all the money in the world? Like, second yeah. channel? Yeah. What, I kind, mean, of, what kind of productions? Not, not well, like tournaments. That would look like, like, if it was like a, you know, like an esports tournament thing or like, you wouldn't be able to do that under your own brand, right? You'd have to. I don't know. Handle. I think people want to participate in a slummy log build off on Planet Zoo. <laughs> would I would they? love to participate <laughs> in that, dude. I think I know what you mean, though, Hitty. Like, you would want to yeah. create a brand. Right. It, it would be its own separate thing. Like, it would would be a, like a actual business. Right. Right. I, like, I get what you're saying. Like a venture. Yeah. So, it would probably be a different name. Pretty cool. I've had because I haven't or experiences in terms of like building my photography business and stuff like that and a lot of that would translate over to like if i wanted to build a production company makes makes me think maybe it is possible i think i think it can be again it's yeah it definitely could be i'd love to run a tournament with the boys though i don't know maybe when we see esports in the olympics then i'll start jumping in that'll be too see but yeah you want to be the guy that does it before it gets to the Olympics. So yeah. your venture is the one that's hosting the Olympics or whatever, you know. You in want to the... be the reason the Olympics wants the esports. The innovator. Well, I think it's already in the plans, isn't it? No way. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's coming. Don't ruin the Olympics too, video games, please. What do you think the video game would be to compete with the Olympics? Mario and Sonic what? Olympics. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. no. <laughs> I It'd think it would be like shooter. Yeah. CSGO. Yeah. Maybe League? 
Yeah, like League, like a League Oda. or Valorant. Like, so you think of the like, the top esports games right now. What is it? League, Valorant, Dota, CSGO, CSGO maybe Starcraft. Call of Duty. I, I mean, Starcraft, is it still quite big? I think I think it's a pretty relevant it game has to this day. Share, but it's not as high as it used to be. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's on the decline. Game. But it's been... I mean, StarCraft Two has been out for how many years now? Like, oh, I got it as a oh, senior so in high school. Long, yeah. yeah, so definitely put in this time already. Yeah. Old people. You would need something be- exciting enough to keep, like, to pull in people who don't necessarily watch video games. Like, you right. need something with action and skill. I I think it'd be CS:GO because it's yeah. team based, and I I feel but, like it's been long enough to be. But now polished. are they gonna? Are they gonna do a, a rated M game for the Olympics, which is That's generally rated E program? I think Valorant it, would have a better chance in CS:GO. Yeah, I can see that. Valorant's more safe. Like that's so, why I think they would do games like Dota and more a real-time strategy game. But I don't think yeah, that I would don't be think boring. Pull in, but, exactly, right. and that's why I wouldn't pull in big enough numbers compared to. I don't know if they. You think they could do an international rated M game? Like, Valorant's not rated M. No, it's not. But you know what I'm saying? Like CSGO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Valorant's the violent tendency, so it's rated T for teen. Oh, okay. I feel like it would be League because League already like established itself worldwide. Yeah. Like across the entire globe. Like everyone's pretty much used to it. So if it were to be an Olympic game, we're already prepared for it. You know what's crazy to think about? crazy to think about buddy gaming companies before games started to pick up in social media like ign and stuff i i don't like i i feel like we could have done that you know like we we could have came up with like a a a a business to rate games or something machinima or like machinima rest in peace machinima is not a thing anymore but like you know like companies like that something like that like ranks going off like uh, going off like hideous starting a company. Like if you think about it, all you need to do is get ahead and be good at it, and be good at it. But I feel like you don't even have to be good at it. Really? You just gotta be the first. You know, like let's say for um for Twitch when it first started off with Justin TV, you have streamers who aren't skilled at a game, who are entertaining, but they were the first, so they already had people. You know. Nowadays is competitive. You uh, you have to have something to be something. But back in the day when there were nothing, you could establish yourself as the only thing. The only thing, you know. I, I don't know if I agree with that because I feel like you, you need some sort of appeal or production value. Yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, you know, so you, even if you are the first, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I mean. I guess you can equate it to, to Tom from MySpace. Wasn't he the first friend for everybody? That's why he's so popular. But no, I see know. what you mean. Like if I were to be the first one to like, I don't know, take a shit in an interesting way, doesn't mean that I'm gonna be famous for taking shit. Kind of. Yeah, but the thing is, we're talking about entertainment here for for uh, you know uh, video games and media stuff like right. that so it's like it's not only you want to be the first but like ign's very credible you know they might have been the first to be like credible source for reviews yeah it's hard to explain i don't know if you understand no i know i see what you mean mm-hmm. like you can't just do anything and expect success it's but so hard to you know what i mean audience because there's so much content there's twitter there's reddit like you only have <laughs> a nanosecond to capture that, that audience, right? But that's what so I'm like, saying. You can be the first, but it has to catch, catch fire somehow. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Is like back in the day, what did IGN compete with? They had right. okay, maybe Machinima, other gaming magazines. Like gaming magazines, but yeah, magazines really... were a huge thing. But they were probably like Games one of the Radar. first. Games Radar, yeah, but they were probably the first to capitalize on social media for gaming. They they. They were the main well, people. They still ran their blogs. They still had a traditional business model for the time. 
However, they were one of the forefronts in, in YouTube, which is was huge for them. Yeah, which was new at the time, right? But they still had their fallback. They were still a, a large company that was traditional in the sense that they were a magazine, you know, a review-based magazine uh, and web blogging, you know, gaming-oriented I, company. I, I don't know the history of IGN, I feel like it's fair to say that during that time, during the magazine era for gaming, IGN was practically nobody uh, compared to Game Informer or all those magazines that had their own magazines. I feel like IGN was like kind of clawing for establishment during that time. And then once the internet took off and social media, YouTube and all that kind of became a thing, that's where IGN became the staple for gaming reviews. I feel like that possibility is still possible for this era. It's just a matter of figuring out what's next with NFTs. Like NFTs sounds so foreign for most people, but it's probably going to be a huge deal. The more yeah. it catches wind, you know, you, you think like, I, I want your opinions on, on NFTs because I, I think they're you, the silliest thing in the world. I don't oh, think yeah. they're going to when you have big game companies starting to support it that's the thing so like this can be like going back to playstation 3 and xbox with blu-rays and hd whatever whichever format gets support in the big picture is going to dominate right so you know you, you got to find that new item but it's got to have support from larger companies. from the masses and so I yeah. mean, what are the chances, right? That's going to be hard. But that, if you that's strike hard and get lucky, yeah, you're going to get one of these things. But it's getting harder and harder because these big companies are just buying out the little guys. It is an extreme example, but like Blizzard's being bought out by Microsoft and Blizzard Activision. Right. You're getting these like massive umbrellas of companies coming together, and that's just... I get what you're saying there. Like the, the overlying branches dominate really they take over these little things and these larger companies might make the little thing big but then how are you going to invest in it right because it's not so yeah. little anymore it's under a huge umbrella you can't uh, invest in the umbrella right yeah so i mean you get all these indie companies trying to make games hoping to get bought out by the bigger companies and getting support right. Right. and then when they get bought out they get lazy or they expect more or they have different expectations, and then you have these indie games just fail. Hmm. Like, the one outlier would be, like, Stardew with the one developer. Yeah. That's yeah, that's, multi that's an outlier. Yeah. Like, people can't do that, you know? Like, it's just... They can, but it's one in a million. Yeah, like, it's it's yeah. not a reliable way to do things, right? So, it's just... One, uh, one, one game that I'm actually really impressed with, and you play it as well, uh, was Tarkov. Tarkov was built by a very small developer. And it's still being in-house like that. Nobody's really buying it out or anything. Supporting it. Uh, in terms of like a big company. You yeah. Know, that's cool. why development's like, been so slow. Yeah. It, and it is super slow. And, and it's like, you know, I don't know if you follow um, uh, the head developer or the head guy. Uh, I don't. He, he's really involved in the community. And so you get a lot of insights in, in terms of how the development's oh, going cool. and stuff. Yeah. And so... You know, like at, at, from his perspective, he's like, how many actual years do I want to work on this game? Right. We have other projects we want to work on, right? So, what, yeah, wouldn't it be like it, it released in 2016? So, yeah. yeah. So, like, six years now. Know, like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting question being an indie, indie right. uh, game company. We were talking about IGN and, and yeah, uh, starts. Trying to get onto the next big thing because Nano feels like we could get onto the next big thing. Think of like, uh, like Pokemon cards. No one gave a, f a fuck about them like a decade ago. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, people are opening packs like candy and making thousands of dollars off it. I like. I feel like NFT is not a new concept because we've kind of grasped that with all these different. Yeah, trading um, cards, hockey trading cards. cards. Exactly, uh, yeah. Even, like, cereal box toys. Like, there's value in something. And 
uh, I feel like NFT is kind of like the modern take on that. And it, I, but instead of finding the, the vintage value of it, we're, we're seeing the value of it now, like as it's being, as it's happening. Cause at first I thought NFTs were stupid. They were a scam, but uh, like looking at it from that perspective as like, if you invest in something, you get a Pokemon card with it. It makes sense, you know? Because we kind of accepted that. We accepted Pokemon cards to be valuable, so why not NFTs? I don't know. I feel yeah, like it's, well, a, it's, it's a possibility. It's going to be a niche market. Like, people who care or want to make profit of it will go into it. Going back yeah. to Pokemon cards, is it actually profitable? I don't think it is in terms of, like, opening packs and oh, like, no. investing into it. I uh, Well, it's... it's, it's like a gamble the problem with the cards now is the boxes and the packs are worth so damn much the cards inside are not worth worth the gamble in my mind inflated market Mm -hmm. like the uh i I was looking into getting uh trading cards for basketball which i have a handful but they're so expensive you know i I managed to get one box in here somewhere but I have like uh, I have a piece yeah. of Joel Embiid's jersey. You have Ricky cards. Uh, I'll check actually. Which my biggest issue nowadays with sports cards is everybody's trying to predict and guess who's going to be the next big, big right. play- next Michael Jordan, right? Yeah, and, I, like and- I have a rookie Anthony Edwards card. Oh, like he's be- you know he's doing well, oh. but like again. Yeah. He hasn't right. proven anything in his career. Right. Tyrese and... Halliburton have his rookie card. Give him a few years. Yeah, all these companies are like backing him, and he's getting right. all these other things. And like when he hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, that's have a rookie agree, Joe right? DiMaggio card. That's probably worth some. It's worth like thirteen bucks. Oh, it's not a fancy one though. I have Marvel three D cards. Hold on, here, back. Oh, sweet! <laughs> Showing our cards collection. I have cards. I got. Hockey cards, magic cards. I got a whole bunch of different collectibles. I collect a lot of stuff. Really? I don't know that about you. Oh, shit. Look at that. Oh, I looked it up on eBay. These are like worth 300 bucks. These are 3D Marvel. Holographic cards. That's pretty cool. Like these are in the 90s. How'd you get them? You got them in the 90s? Uh, I inherited them or I stole them from my dad. That's carnage. Wow. Yeah, they're they're like legit. These are serious. These are like OG Spider Man. Yeah. It's like jumping right at you, dude. Oh, oh shit. Was into this kind of stuff. Say what? So your dad was in, into this. Oh kind yeah. Of stuff? Uh, the biggest reason why I'm like such a nerd for this stuff is my dad. Wolverine. How much is that Wolverine one. Wolverine. Oh, I don't know. I think it like it's so weird because I looked it up. Uh, the Spider Man was like in the three hundreds. Uh, but you... as a, as I said, it's a Silver Surfer. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That I, I, since you have all of those, if you sell it as a set, I feel like you'd get a lot more. Yeah, and they're good condition too. They're in cases. That's a uh, War Machine, I believe. Gotta get them graded. Yeah, grade them. PSA graded. Ah, that's the last one. Look at that, dude. Oh, that's pretty dope. It's like you can dive in there. Who was that big streamer that had like? one of the rare Pokemon cards and then mailed it to get it graded and it got lost. Oh, that was, that's or rough. Something? Oh, that sucks. I, I don't yeah. want to know. I feel yeah, bad I for that. Know. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I don't know what happened if they got resolved or not, but oh, that's awful. I apologize for all the random questions. No, I love it. Dude. I get, I, it's it's what we're about here. That's what happens when I get tired. I just start rambling. I'm just happy that we're uh, recording all this to have Broken just sit through Have three stuff. hours of audio. The Star Wars yeah. episode took me like four and a half hours to, to comb through. Wow. I'm just glad I'm not editing it. <laughs> oh, what is that? It would have been worth a lot more. It's Joe Burrow rookie card. Oh, wow. Oh. Why would it Why would Broken it be has that worth? pin collection. So yeah, it's probably worth a lot of money. I got my Disney pins. Oh. What, why why is that Joe Burrow's card not worth a lot? Because he didn't win the Super Bowl. He didn't win a Stanley, yeah. Oh. I almost said Stanley Cup. 
<laughs> he's still a, like a one a legendary rookie. I know it would have been more. Well, yeah, exactly. He's a legendary rookie. I don't care about that. I care if he's like gonna be like a multi Super like, Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah, and you're just gonna have to wait twenty years down the line. Well, exactly. That's my gripe with sports, though. Like they're trying to compare him to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's how old is seven. he? Joe Burrow. He's in like he's four, thirty. Second year. Oh, never mind. Second year player. Doesn't even tell me his birthday on his card. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. It's not worth anything. I also have a Josh Jacobs rookie, I think. But again, all the like none of these kids have done anything. Jalen Hurts rookie card. I only bought these because my nephew wanted a set of cards. So I was like, you know what? I'll buy myself some too. Oh, you know who I have? I feel like you resonate with Doug McDermott. Dougie Fresh? Dougie yeah. Fresh. I have a piece of his jersey. Dougie Fresh, man. Dude was legit. Sensational. I, knew, I went to college with somebody who knew Dougie Fresh. Like you call him Dougie Fresh? Yeah, dude. Well, that's what his name was. I knew, I knew him, him as and, Dougie McBuckets. Yeah, it was uh, him and Harrison Barnes, the guy I went to college with. He went to high school with those two guys. Mm. Dougie Fresh. Dougie. Do you guys think streamers will have their own cards? Some Imagine. Some well, that might be the next cards. big thing, Nano. Let's like, start it, bro. Let's start uh, XQC trading card. They're printing trading cards. I can guarantee it's our oh, thing. There's a virtual thing. So? There's virtual cards already. Some streamer NFTs. I mean, they're basically NFTs. Yeah. It's so weird to think about. It's like we moved past the trading card era. Now it's just NFTs. You can make anything an NFT. It's not like for ex the the streaming example. It's not streaming trading cards. It's probably going to be streaming streamer NFTs. Mm -hmm. I feel like an like, NFT is like somebody could take this logo that's on our hoodie which I paid it. for this to be commissioned, right? But somebody can pay to put this on an NFT and then they technically own it and then this and becomes illegal, no? No, unless oh, you yeah. have, unless you own, I don't know how you would prove that you paid for that to be done. I have I just had it like done Why? for me, no, no yeah, in writing or anything. Yeah, so it's I... like, somebody could take this? Possibly. I drew this NFT when I was like really high off edibles. Pretty dope. I call it a Bob Monkey. Is that the one you stole, Broken? No, that was a different one. No, that was a different one. Broken I feel something. like anything could be an NFT. In like one of our Which first podcast episodes, he drew a NFT and he sent it to us in Discord, and then we all like made edits to it, and then those were ours. <laughs> those were your NFTs. Yeah, those yeah, were like, ours. So many variations it pissed me off you know i i'm starting to realize that a uh, you guys piss me off sometimes i'm sorry good you piss me off because i don't know what your real name is so i can't like actually uh, you know my real name you guys stole my nft you guys he well, sits there with that stupid ass grin on his face and i can't what? say like him because i don't know his what? name what what do you guys steal what is uh, it i mean uh, what what does nano look like to you oh like in terms of a name yeah Jamie, I feel like you guys said you ha you guys had this conversation. We've had this yeah. conversation before. I'll show you. Hang on. I could be a Jamie. I could I could see a I could see a Jamie inside me. Dylan. Dylan? <laughs> no. Are you He's fucking my ass? Dylan. I'm fucking your ass. Oh my kidding. god, dude! You wouldn't be if my name was Dylan. <laughs> Jesus. What about Vince? Vincent? No, no offense to the Dylans out there. Vinny? I could see a Vinny. Vincent? I could see. Yeah, I feel like I'd be a, a good Brandon. That's oh, your yeah. name? He admitted it. I, I'm a good Brandon. You're also a good liar. He's okay. an excellent liar. I don't know about good. Excellent's a better term. No, he's yeah, just persistent. Really good at it. He's really persistent. good at uh, uh, I don't know what uh, telling the truth. You look like a Tyler. Sounds like no, no. I'm, I I would not be a Tyler. It's like saying I'm a Connor. Is your name Connor? No. See, that'd now be just playing fucking though. games with us, and that's what actually bugs me. I could be a Joseph, Kai. Joseph. I could see Kai, Zelda, <laughs> Arthur, Kyle. 
Alright, no, stop. My name is Ace. Okay? Fuck, man. Alright, here we go again. I'm mad now. I'm gonna put my fucking Marvel cards away before I hunter. ruin mid condition. He's a hunter. He's a liar. <laughs> it's still it's suspicious though that he won't show me the same last name on those two forms. The library card. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Because we know it. We know the last name on the first two that we're matching. It is Ace Yang. I need to leave soon. <laughs> yeah, it's late. It is 3.30. I'm going to stop recording. Ready? Bye. We hope you enjoyed our extra recording this week. We look forward to continuing the conversation as well as sharing more candid chats with guests in upcoming episodes. Thank you for listening, and until next time, keep on gaming.